0: Welcome into the Invest Wealth Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall. Listen, we're going to have a great show today. I've invited a special guest, Dalton Helvey. Some of you have seen him on before. He is uh, a great guy working with U.S. Private Wealth, Wall Private Wealth, helping families with their wealth, not only investment advisor, but junior portfolio manager over there. And we're going to talk today about a little bit about what's going on with the Fed. You know, there's some questions about there on the street, but also, and maybe even more importantly, how do you find the right financial advice for you. What are some things, what are some steps that can help you find the right advice? Today on the Invest Well Show. All right. So let's jump into it. Um, Talking about the Fed and and Dalton, let's start with that. You know, there's a lot of conversation about the Fed, what's going on. And we're talking about, you know, $120 billion a month of easing. And then now they're starting to pull back a little bit and, you know, what that looks like and the issues with banks. So what are you seeing out there when you look at the Federal Reserve? Well, obviously, by the way, let's start with this. A lot of people don't even know the Federal Reserve is not... (laughs) Part of the federal government, right?
1: Correct. It yeah. is supposed to be its own separate entity, yeah, uh, and operate as so. Yeah. Uh, but if you're if you've been paying attention to to Jerome Powell over the last few months, obviously he's been making a lot of uh, appearances and speaking quite often, um, and really kind of helping us get through last year, um, and trying to use tools that the Fed has in order to uh, mitigate what um, some of the damage that was done through the pandemic. Um, Paying attention really close to the details, I think, is a really important thing. Uh, And one of the reasons why I think that is important is, you know, the Fed's been coming out and saying that... um You know they're going to continue to keep interest rates low Um, they're going to continue to help mitigate inflation and things like that we're going to have some inflation um, but they're going to try to obviously mitigate that as much as possible so um, so there's one thing in particular that we've been taking a close look at and that's the reverse repo rate Hmm. uh, that the federal reserve uses that's actually one of the tools uh, that the federal reserve has in order to Uh, basically manage uh, the money that's out there in the system.
0: So what I hear you saying is the Fed obviously has multiple tools that it Mm -hmm. can use along the way to try and you know keep a cap, if you will, on inflation and keep the economy moving smoothly Right. Mm -hmm. try and keep everything right and all that kind of stuff. I think a lot of people, let me ask you this question. I mean, we could dive deep into the tools of what they're doing and how they're doing and all that. You talked about the repo rate a little bit. We can discuss that a little bit further. Um, and again, this is going to tie into how you find the right advice for you in the mix of all this. So stay tuned. This is just a precursor on an overview of what the Fed is doing. Let me
1: ask you this. How many people do you think out there really trust what the Fed is doing? I think from an average you know, like citizen standpoint, probably not a whole lot. Most of them probably don't know. Most of them probably. Right. Don't I mean, know. you don't you don't yeah. trust what you don't know. Correct. Seems to be mm-hmm. the case. That's right. Right.
0: So they have mm-hmm. no idea what they're doing. Uh, when I say that, I mean, the general people typically don't know what the Federal Reserve is doing. They're not doing research and they're not looking into things. And so they're just getting soundbite media right from, oh, mm-hmm. you know, Powell did this and Powell did this. By the way, he said uh, Jerome Powell. He did not say Jerome Bettis. That's different. If you want to take the bus and you wanna be a Steelers fan, that's better. So we're talking about pal. So, so let's let's talk about Correct. that a little bit more. What do you see coming in the future? Let's say the next, here we are, basically the end of June, beginning of July mm-hmm. 2021. Dalton, what do you see over the course of the next month, two months uh, with the Fed and how let me say it this way, something that could affect consumers?
1: Yeah, with the with that reverse repo rate that we were just discussing a few minutes ago, what that's doing essentially is that's pulling a lot of the liquidity out of the big banks and mm-hmm. institutions out there. And why that's important is that takes the opportunity for those banks to go out and buy things like stocks and bonds yep. and obviously decreases the market uh, which it could do that. Yeah. Um, so that's one important thing to look at and obviously from a time frame perspective this kind of um, moves things up to July. Okay. So this is undoing a lot of what the Federal Reserve's been doing over the past six months. So they're kind of pressing pause on what they've been doing. Uh, well, so they're undoing it. They're undoing it. So okay. they've they've still been buying, you know, 120 um, billion billion worth yeah. of treasuries essentially right. um, for the past several months. Yep. Um, but the reverse repo rate, which is actually much larger than that, hmm. so it's um, it's a much larger number. So than it actually, 120 billion. Uh, correct. Well, got it. So it it actually undoes a lot of what they've been doing over the past several months. Got it.
0: So not only are they so 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 think of it like this, folks. Think of it like Um, think of it like you have a swimming pool, right? This is kind of maybe a silly analogy, but let's think about it this way. So you got a swimming pool. Here's your pool. And you just got a brand new pool, and you're excited. And your kids want to swim in the pool. There's just one problem. There's no water in it, right? The pool is the economy, right? And it needs money to operate. So what happens? Well, all of a sudden, the Federal Reserve, which is the big hose pumping water or money into the pool and the water starts going into the pool and the water pool starts filling up it's a quarter of the way full and your kids are getting excited hey mom can I get in yet no not yet son it's too shallow don't jump in yet you're gonna hit your head all of a sudden the water keeps coming in water keeps flowing out it's halfway full then it's three quarters full and your kids finally start to jump in even though it's not completely full it's three quarters full kids jump in they're swimming having a good time the water's still being. up but then all of a sudden like what's happened with mm-hmm. the Fed right the repo rate right? they say wait time out back the truck up let's actually reverse the hose and start sucking water out and instead of putting as much water we put in we're gonna we're gonna suck double the water out so now the cutting all of a sudden you got your kids going in a whirlpool and they're gonna hit the bottom quick so the Fed is essentially Dalton right sucking
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: monies essentially back out of the economy yes
1: mm-hmm Correct? Yep, and that is actually kind of going against what they're saying, so they're kind of speaking out both sides of their mouth, yeah. um, if you would. So it's you have to pay attention to what they're actually doing. Doing, right. Um, as opposed Isn't to what a they're surprise? saying. Isn't that a surprise? Yeah.
0: Watch <laughs> what somebody
1: does, not what they say. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've
0: seen that from time to time. Uh, you may see somebody in a in a white building in D.C. that you're familiar with from that conversation. But that's for another time. Mm -hmm. All that to be said, you have to pay attention to what people are doing and not what they're saying. I think that's a great point to transition on. And I think this is something that you have to say, okay, what does that mean to the overall economy? Well, obviously, if we take a look at the economy over the last year and year and a half, Dalton, we know that there's been a lot of stimulus money. There's Mm -hmm. been a lot of quantitative easing over the last several years. There's been $120 billion a month pumped into the system, and now the money is starting to come out, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Eventually, what's going to happen, at least with the law of supply and demand and some of the other things in general, we're going to see an issue where there's going to be, I think, a shortage of cash flow. There's already a shortage of issues in general in the workplace because we've seen our supply chains interrupted. Now, what does that mean when you're looking for the right advice? I wanted to pull this because I wanted to bring this and bring it down to the practical level. A little self-serving for me, and I apologize. But I got a book, Retire Once, Retire Well. Wrote it several years ago. Did really, really well. It was a bestseller. And one of the chapters in the book is, is the advice you're getting right for you? And I want to just talk about this, Dalton, because I think Mm -hmm. this is important. You play not only on the side of doing a lot of research and doing a lot of uh um, just kind of general uh, deep dive into what's happening economically right. but you're also part of helping build plans mm-hmm. uh, for clients and I have done that for almost 20 years as well 20 plus years. Yep. Um, there's a ch- The first part of this chapter is the advice you're getting right for you I just want to read this to you here's what it says it says obviously if everyone looks the same it becomes harder to make a good decision about what is best for your specific situation you may start to feel helpless Um, and you know, at the end of the day, when I, when I, when I talked about that, I was talking specifically about when you're looking for an advisor or you're looking for a firm to help you with your wealth, what should I do now? Cause maybe what got you to where you are is not where you need to go. Or maybe the conversations that you're having with your advisor today are pretty much just hang in there. You know, we're going to be okay. We're in this for the long haul, all of these sorts of things. And you're nervous. You're saying, I'm fearful right now, I'm scared. We're living in a different time. I need to do different things. I'm all in the market. I'm all in the stock market whether you're in bonds or fixed income or whether you're in mutual funds or uh, uh, ETFs or stocks. You know, it doesn't matter what you do. Maybe you're all in the market. You're saying, I am fearful right now of what I should do. And don't We're seeing a lot of that at the office, aren't we?
1: We are. We're seeing that with uh, people coming in. They're saying we want more protection yeah. in our portfolio. We don't feel like we've um, really, truly diversified outside of the markets as opposed to just within them. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something that we always have to fix first and foremost. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, if you lose you know, 30, 40%, you have to make how much to get back to even, even. A lot. Yeah, a lot more than that. You lose 50, you got to make 100. You lose, um, you know,
0: 30, you got to make 43. So it's, it's a, it's a big story. So let me give you a few tips as we land the plane here, kind of to wind mm-hmm. it down, Dalton. I think these will be helpful. This is what I've seen over the years. You can weigh in on some of this stuff as well. But just a couple quick tips, and and our team's going to put them up, up on the screen for you as well in a simple, easy manner. That way you can write them down and think through it. So the first thing that I want to challenge you is if you are looking for someone to help you with your wealth, again, you may already have someone. Maybe they've been helping you for years and years and years and years, but maybe the story's just been kind of hang in there, you know that sort of thing. Maybe you're not focused on a couple of things that I'm going to mention, but the first thing that you need to think about is, is this firm or is this person holistic in nature? What does that mean? We heard that term thrown around a lot. Holistic in nature essentially means the idea that they can work with a variety of investment structures and products in the marketplace today. They have the lens that they're not working for any one large conglomerate company. You do realize that if you work with an advisor that's working with a large conglomerate firm, a big name that you've seen out there today, that advisor is an employee of that company. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't make some independent decisions on their own, but as a general rule of thumb, they are in the confines of that massive company, meaning that if that company wants to offer this on the platform or offer this on the platform for their clients, that's what they're going to offer, and the advisor is subjective to use these structures and tools. Oftentimes, they're incentivized financially by using certain tools as well. Not always, but sometimes. So you have to understand that. So are they holistic in nature? Do they have the ability to say, you know what, just because what my company is offering, maybe there's other things out there that might be better for the client, but they can't use those products and services or investments because it's not part of what the company's willing to offer. So is who you're working with truly holistic? That's number one. Number two. Um, what is the age of the advisor that you're working with? Whether it's a man or a woman, I think you got to ask yourself the question, what is the age of the advisor you're working with? Listen, I know that's something that might be a little bit, that uh, makes me feel uncomfortable, but I think you'd really need to ask that question. Listen, if you had a doctor that you were working with for years and years and years, that was a wonderful doctor that was 75 or 80 years old or 65 or 70 years old, and you needed a doctor that was going to take you through the next 30 to 40 years of your life, you're starting to think about the fact that I love this doctor. He's done a great job. I've I've enjoyed the relationship, but you know, at some point in time, they're probably going to retire, or, or maybe not. You know, be able to be as sharp as they can be as when they were in the past. So I need to think about you know finding another doctor that's wise enough, smart enough, and holistic in nature that can help me get me through the next years and phase of my life. Same way with an advisor. And Dalton, I don't think people thinking about the age of their advisor is something
1: they often think about, is it? I don't think so. And there's some that's something we have to obviously talk through with them, Yeah. Um, especially when we sit down and and really kind of bring some new ideas to the table. You know,
0: one of the reasons people don't think about that, Dalton, is because they're just in a place where they get complacent. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all do, right? We we just, we kind of get used to what we're doing. and We're kind of there. We're doing our thing. And change is stressful sometimes or challenging, or it feels like it could be. So mm-hmm. we're just like, well, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, right? And, right. and yet you, you got to ask the question, who is going to help you through that next phase? And what is the age of your advisor? Just a question you need to think about. I think the other thing you need to think about is the service model. What type of service model does your firm have? What I mean by that is, Are they in a situation where they're helping you with all aspects of your financial life? Maybe you need to think about talking about long-term care, long-term care insurance, or something like that in general. Now, maybe you've heard it's too expensive, or maybe uh, you've heard it's affordable. I don't know. The point is... We want to honestly look through what that looks like. You want to take a look at estate planning, making sure you're getting the right you know, estate planning, bringing the right team in to help you with that, making sure that you're getting the right tax planning in, in place, making sure you're getting kind of the service that you actually need, the, the progress meetings and the follow-up meetings and things like that. And mm-hmm. we've heard that, Dalton, in, in times past over the years, right, of people saying, hey, you know, I'm just not getting the service that I need.
1: Yeah, and that's the number one thing that we see really with people who leave other firms is that there's just a lack of communication.
0: Yeah, lack of communication, uh, lack of presentation, a lack of kind of keeping people up to date, very important. And I would say the last thing uh, that you got to be thinking about is taxes. Are you in a place where your firm, your advisor, your team that you're currently working with is engaging you? And uh, bringing you down the path of a conversation to talk about taxes. How can they reduce taxes for you along the way? Taxes are a big challenge, and it's something you got to be looking at. And I know, Dalton, we look at that at the mm-hmm. firms, obviously, in my other life, in your day-to-day life, right? Right. Uh, U.S. private wealth, Wall Private Wealth, helping people look at ways to reduce taxes is important.
1: Absolutely, it is. And same, it, basically, saving in taxes is the same thing as making money. Yeah. And that's one important thing that you have to be thinking about because it can't be all profit, profit, profit 100% of the time.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, uh, saving money is just the same as as making it. And, um, you know, I I think it's so important when we take a look at this, I was looking at something else in the book, see if I wanted to share, but I think that kind of, you know, does it for us, really. So the four things you need to be thinking about, I just want a quick recap. The first one is make sure your firm and your team that's helping you is holistic. In other words, they have access to a variety of different products and investments. They're not just locked into one main company suite of solutions. And they might say we're independent, but at the end of the day, if they work for a big company, they're really not Uh, just the way it is. And then also, what is the age of your advisor or the firm? What's the age? What does that plan look like? Uh, to help get you through uh, the service model, right? Are Are they bringing all of the things together for you that you need? And are they focused, number four, on tax planning? These are all very important things. Listen, if you have a question about your situation after watching this show and you're saying, you know what, Mike, I just, I need some assistance. I don't know that, you know, we're really prepared for some of the things that Dalton said about what may happen with the economy and markets as the Fed is pulling all that money out of, uh you know the current banks banking structure and system. I don't know that we're ready for that. And we have kind of have questions about that. Well one of the things I would do is I would challenge you to head over to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. You're gonna see on the screen right now a little screenshot of what leanonthewall.com looks like. You go there and navigate. There's a place where you can click on um, you know, to ask for more information. You got questions, just go click on that. Um, and one of the members of the team will reach out to you, whether it's a 15-minute conversation, a Zoom call, whatever it is, or an in-office meeting to talk through those things. Dalton's there. A bunch of other team members are there to kind of help you with that. Um, or maybe you're in a place where you're just saying, you know what, I, just, I need to learn a little bit more, and I want to learn a little bit more. If you haven't listened to some of the previous InvestWell shows, I want to challenge you to go back and listen to the, some of the shows. There's a lot of great conversation about things that potentially may be coming. We've talked about things like um, the financial transaction tax and the wealth tax and some of the other things that potentially could come down the, down the lane or down the pike from this new administration. All important things to be aware of. And last but not least, listen, if you got folks that you know that need to hear this, to challenge them, to update them, to encourage them, make sure you send them over uh, the, this, this link so they can watch the show as well. Just text it to them. It's real simple. And if you're on social media, Instagram, all you got to do is reach out to at real Michael D. Wall, at real Michael D. Wall. You can follow me there and uh, learn a little bit more about me and other things happening. Um, and this is the last thing. I apologize. It's kind of like a list of uh, services or things here at the end. But if you're in a place where you have less than a million dollars, you got some questions about what you're doing, you want some coaching, you want some guidance, there's a new workbook that we came out with some other things in general, then I'm going to challenge you to head over to michaeld.wall.com. Again, Michael. D is in David, MichaelDWall.com. And uh, you can check out a lot of the great things there. we got, again, a new workbook coming out that's just educational to help you improve your financial knowledge. And then there's going to be a new Wealth Club that we're rolling out as well. It's going to help you on your journey. It's only going to be a dollar a day. Really excited about that. And for the subscribers and the members that are going to join in that group. So listen, as always, it's our goal, my goal in life to help you Live on purpose so you can live with purpose. And the only way you do that is by taking steps to improve what you're doing in life. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next show. Thank you for listening to the Invest Well Show. Please note that this information shared on the show is not investment advisory advice, and it may not be reflective of your personal situation or the needs that you have. If you have questions specific to your financial situation, please make sure that you reach out to an investment advisor directly or a tax attorney or tax coach or CPA to help you with your personal situation. Any additional questions that you may have, please make sure that you seek out a professional to get the guidance needed for your specific situation. Again, all content and information shared on this show is not to be deemed as specific investment advisory advice.